0: Welcome in to The Fade. I am Clay Travis, joined by Kelly Stewart at Kelly in Vegas in her Horns Down t-shirt as she gets ready for Kansas State on the road in Austin, alienating most of the people in the great state of Texas right off the top of the show. We will get to that game and many others. I actually want to ask you a question. First of all, Kelly, you were at the Halloween party and then uh, we went to well, we did several things. Let's start. Let's start with the weekend that was amazingly great gambling weekend for me. I went five and two in the NFL, six and five in the NFL in the college football. So solid. I just want to point out. I don't even know how your overall gambling went. We'll get to that in a sec. But let me just point out the failures of Kelly's trip to Nashville, in particular on our dinner on Friday. So. Kelly made the dinner reservation on the wrong day, supposed to be Friday. She made it on Saturday. Uh, She then made the dinner reservation for two instead of four, even though Outkick employee Chad Withrow and me were there with Ariel and, uh, and Kelly. Three, once we were finally seated at the table, you thought you were ordering red wine, Instead, you ordered white wine. I am told that the bottles were not cheap. I don't even know what it cost. I know dinner was not cheap. I felt bad because you didn't know the difference between white and red wine on the menu, so I just ordered both bottles of wine, and I believe they were consumed. I want to offer, however, at this point, you an opportunity to defend yourself on how you could get the dinner date wrong, the number wrong, and also,
1: even what color wine you wanted to order on. The floor is yours. Uh, let's start off with the uh, obvious. I clicked the wrong date on the open table app. The end. That was just unfortunate. I did catch it, however, when Chad, who does Hot Mike with Hutton, messaged me and said something about dinner. And I said, well, Arielle and I are going to Bourbon Steak. And he goes, well, I'm coming too. I go, oh, cool. I didn't know you were buying dinner. And that was the end of the story. I never once heard from you, other than "Yeah, we'll meet you for cocktails before dinner." So I never changed it to four people.
0: You thought that I was going to come to the restaurant where you guys were eating and just stand and have a drink at the bar and then leave?
1: I'm not really sure what I thought. I I also, I'm not the type of woman to think that
0: to say I'm going to be at the restaurant. I'm not just going to have a drink standing at the restaurant bar. If I'm meeting you 30 minutes before the dinner reservation or whatever it is, 45 minutes, I just presume that we go from drink at the bar into the dinner, uh, and which, by the way, I was paying for. It. So I guess the only defense here is that you didn't think that you were going to get a free meal and so you and Ariel, or maybe you were trying to avoid and me, and that's certainly possible. Uh,
1: oh, for Maybe 30- just Chad. Uh, okay, and yeah. as far as the wine goes, reading is hard. So I asked the sommelier for the book. I say, okay, I'm looking for an Italian red. The waiter opens the book. I look down, I see a bottle that I've had before that's normally double the price of that. I said, oh, wow, they have this wine. And it's surprisingly really cheap. And also there is all of these other conversations happening at the table. So I hurry, I ordered the bottle. She comes out, we are now having a very crazy conversation where the tables around us are literally looking at us like what is going on there? And she shows me the bottle and I thought, well, that's weird, it's a turquoise label. I remember it being like maroon, but I didn't want to say anything. And she opened it up and she starts pouring and I go, oh, that would be white. Wine, and then yes, I did feel bad because I was the one that ordered it, uh, and uh, Clay so kindly saved uh, the embarrassment of me of admitting that to the sommelier without. Well, the wine is ruined at that
0: point once it's opened. I don't think they can still sell it. Maybe they would have pounded it in the back while they were cursing you. I will say, anybody that overhears conversation at my table, I think that the conversations at my table are way more interesting than the conversations are at their table. I think most people would rather be sitting at my table than the table that they're at. I'll just say. I mean, I feel like I would agree the conversation's going to be way more entertaining. Uh, all right. We, so 0 for 3 already. Did you have a good gambling weekend in the NFL and in college football? I know you got the uh, the, the Broncos on the money line.
1: So I actually had uh, I had the Broncos on the money line, which was just fun. Uh, that was a, a Halloween party bet. Arielle and I were perusing something on her phone and pops up Patrick Mahomes flew, and I said, "All right, well, I'm in the great state of Tennessee. Let me open up my app and put in a nice little wager there." So that was fun. But I did have the Titans on Sunday, as you well were 100% as the Seahawks. Right. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, I, you have a Titans uh, fan admitting that that was a definite buy low spot on his team. And then I also had the Panthers, which was just an absolute disgusting game, but got the outright win there. As far as Saturday goes, I told this story on on another show. I had a really great Saturday. I convinced Ariel we should come to town a little earlier because we needed to take a nap, and then I proceeded to watch the game on my phone as well as the TV. Uh, So we got KU Moneyline. We got Wisconsin. uh, Covered the 14 and a half. And then uh, as I was walking into your home, you guys so... uh, They do a wonderful job with Halloween, and I usually hate haunted houses. But we're walking up. There's a graveyard. There's, like, a zombie-looking guy. You can't tell who's, like fake and who's real and this guy comes around the corner but i'm still watching the cal usc game on my phone and he tries to scare me and i literally dropped an expletive and i said i just lost a three to one underdog nothing can surprise me now and he just looked at me like wow you're not a very nice person and i said i'm so sorry i know you're just trying to do your job uh so cal didn't get the points not the money line and unfortunately same thing with rice so very close but no cigar on the 65 to 1 parlay
0: Um, That would have been a hell of a payout. We're talking, obviously, to Kelly Stewart, a.k.a. Kelly in Vegas. My wife did a great job with the Halloween party, as she always does, lots of details, everything else. Question for you and Ariel, who was also in town and does sports gambling as well. Um, When we drove to the game and I was driving and you were there with all three of my boys and my wife, and there was the two of you in the car, there were seven of us total, did you feel like you were kind of going on a family vacation with us to all be in the SUV, like with me driving us to the, the football stadium?
1: No, I actually, now that you say it, I didn't, but looking back, that's exactly what we were doing. We were like, your are two extra kids that you had to babysit. Uh, <laughs> we had a great time. We definitely needed adult supervision uh, at Nissan stadium. Honestly, great place to watch football game. We had great seats. Everybody was super friendly. Even the Falcons fans, I was surprised about that. We had a couple of Falcons fans around us and, uh, you know, sometimes gambling gets a little passionate, and everybody was wonderful. Uh,
0: okay, let's go straight to Thursday night football. Then we'll dive into college football and the NFL. But uh, we're about to have a party at the the Travis household. I basically have my own frat now because I have three boys uh, that are all super excited to watch this game. Titans Steelers. I'm on the under 36 and a half. You nailed it. Titans were a home underdog against the Falcons. They won. Uh, Will Levis threw four touchdown passes. I'm still kind of staggered by that. I don't know. I was talking about this on my last show, Kelly. I don't know what the number you're getting is uh, because I'm in Tennessee, and I feel like a lot of times you don't get the best numbers. The Steelers are down to minus 2.5 right now uh, on, uh, on the, 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 the line where I am. Is that the latest number that you're getting, or is that a Tennessee special?
1: I think that's a Tennessee special pretty much on the odds board. It's three, but I can see why. They know they're only going to get one-sided action there, right? They're going to get people that want to bet Tennessee, three being such a key number. Moving it to two and a half, though, does open you up for a nice teaser spot, particularly with this low total. I am not going to get involved in the side. I want to like the Steelers and their defense here, but I just have not been that impressed with the Steelers' offense at home. If this game was in Tennessee and I was catching three with Pittsburgh, I think I'd be all over Pittsburgh here. But I have just had this thing with the Steelers, betting them at home. They have just been so lackluster. And then you've got this buzz with Will Levis, right? 19 of 29, 238 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. He could not have looked any better. Let's just be honest. Uh, So I would have to say this might be a sell-high spot on Tennessee, but Tennessee may surprise you, right? They – we know that Pittsburgh does much better in divisional home games than they do um, a non divisional. So, slight lean to, to the Titans here. But, man, if you can get them in a teaser, if they're at two and a half, I think that's the right play.
0: Yeah, I'm on the under. I think the tight. the reason, you know, I was kind of nervous about this, I think I don't like playing the line here. I think you either say. Titans are going to win or Steelers are going to win. Because I think if the Titans win, they're going to come out and they're going to win by like 10 points. I don't think it's going to be super close. Um, But I kind of feel like the Titans are going to win a low-scoring game. And I like the under more than I do either side. Uh, So I'm on the under for sure. I think if I were deciding to play a side, I think I might take Titans' money line here. Uh, All right, let's go into into college football. You mentioned uh, it's a big game. Kansas State on the road against Texas. This might be the last Kansas State-Texas game for God knows how long since Texas and Oklahoma are headed into uh, the SEC. what Are you betting this game? Are you just going as a huge K-State fan? How would you break it down? What do you expect to see? I did not bet this. Play, game.
1: No, and and I did. I did take the five on uh, Sunday when I was in Tennessee. The Lions started to come out. I did bet it early because I knew this one was only going one way. K-State could not have looked any better over the last two weeks. Granted, they did play uh, TCU and Texas Tech. But this is something that I think we have to look at here. Let's look at Quinn Ewers and how much of a drop-off Malik really truly is. And I think that Malik Murphy is enough of a drop-off here that the line should have been about three points lower. So when K-State opened five, I first did this like almost a head fake. Like, what am I missing? Well... Then I started to do a little bit deeper of a dive. Here's the problem: Texas's defense can't stop a quarterback. When they have a play a quarterback that has a good running game, they are in big time trouble. Well, guess what? Casey's got two of those guys, uh, and Will Howard and Avery Johnson. And I joked on another show that Steve Sarkeesian, who called him the freshman, might want to get familiar with his name. And uh, I think it could be a very long day for this Texas defense. Now. On the other side, we know Texas is going to be the faster team. They always are the more athletic team. And K-State's defense really struggled, particularly against Troy in the secondary, Mizzou in the secondary, and Oklahoma State. Well, since that Oklahoma State game, Clay, that secondary has really stepped up. Unfortunately, K-State lost uh, one of their best defensive players in Daniel Green. So sometimes when that does happen, we see some of these younger guys step up, and that's exactly what we've seen here. I actually bought a Kobe Savage jersey just for this game. Uh, He has a little NIL deal I thought I would support because that's who's going to be able to pick Malik Murphy off, and I think we're going to see at least a pick from him. I think this is going to be a hard-fought, really like probably fun game to watch from a fan perspective. I think it's going to be higher scoring, so I'm excited to see. Uh, But I got it 34-31, Kansas State.
0: That would throw everything into an uproar because while we're talking about the Big 12 race, I'll go ahead, tap the veins. Let me give you my blood bank guarantee. Uh, You tell me what I'm missing here. I think Oklahoma State's going to win outright against Oklahoma. And look, I know uh, there's all these different aspects of analysis. Oklahoma State's going to be able to run the football, I think. Oklahoma has not played well the last two weeks against Central Florida. You just mentioned Kansas on the money line. Huge win for the Jayhawks. This could be, we don't know what's going to happen with Bedlam. I think it is going to be an electric atmosphere even beyond what is normal. I think Oklahoma State is going to win this game outright, and I'm scrolling through to check and see what the absolute latest number on this game is. I don't understand. Tell me what I'm missing. I bet this earlier in the week at 6.5. Oklahoma is still a a 5.5-point favorite. What am I missing, Kelly? Like, wh- I, again, yeah, this but, is my blood bank guarantee. I love Oklahoma State as the underdog here.
1: That's Kelly Stewart and Clay Travis money. That's what moved it from 6.5 to 5.5. This is also yeah, my now, best bet this You're week. with
0: me. You agree on this.
1: Yeah, actually, I was telling uh, a couple of the guys at your party, when you and I agree, I know the show's called The Fade, but it's been really good over the last month, and uh, I didn't know how well this would play out. But I also like Oklahoma State a lot. This is uh, a Mike Gundy-led team. We know so much about Mike Gundy, right? He has been there for so long. And here's the thing we know most about him. When he is a home underdog, he wins games outright. They either get blown out or they win outright. So they won eight of their last ten. Look, you mentioned the struggles that since they beat Texas, Oklahoma, UCF, and then lost on the road to Kansas. I think they were getting a little too big for their britches, covering seven straight against the number. And now they're just playing little brother before they waltz off to the SEC. And this little brother team, since beating Kansas State, has put together a nice five-game win streak. They are absolutely going to be bowl eligible. They are absolutely going to be able to put up some big-time numbers against this Sooners defense. This team put up 600 yards in total offense last week. I want to know how the Sooners are going to stop them. I think that the plus 190, maybe even uh, it might be down to plus 180 now uh, for the Cowboys is definitely worth a money line sprinkle here, Clay, because I'm with you. They're going to win this game outright.
0: All right, let's talk about a couple of big games. I've got seventeen bets. Kelly was I upset. saw on Twitter. She said that seems, yeah. Kelly took a shot at me on Twitter, um, and the reality is, I just responded if uh, it would be unfair given that we're moving close to the holiday season. If Santa Clay had seventeen gifts in his in his uh, in his sack here, and I only gave you sixteen, that would be cruel. So I've got seventeen of them, and I'll go through a lot of these, uh, you know, fast. But I want to talk about the games that everybody's going to be watching because I'm sure, as you've seen, Kelly, people tend to bet the games that they are most likely to be watching. And a lot of times, uh, you and Furman love betting games that have like eight people watching. Uh, I bet all the games that the most people watch. So LSU-Bama, I wanted to take out, uh, to take LSU plus the points. Kelly, this was like six and a half. The, the, the line was seven even. Uh, some places looking ahead, like several weeks ago. This line comes out, I think Bama opened like five or five and a half. It's come down to Bama minus three and just stuck there. I don't feel comfortable enough in LSU winning this game outright, which to me, if I'm taking LSU plus three, what I'm basically betting, right? Um, Especially with Bama at home. I feel like the over is the play. So I bet this at 59 and a half. I think it's up to 60 and a half or 61. The way I break it down is I don't think LSU will stop Alabama. I think they'll give up big plays. They've been susceptible to them all year. Jalen Milrow has been pretty good throwing the deep ball. Um, and I don't think Alabama is going to stop Jaden Daniels and, uh, and LSU. So I love the over here uh, in Tuscaloosa in what is going to be, I think, the most consequential game of the weekend. What say you?
1: Yeah, I want to lay it with Alabama, Clay. I really do. I think this is a buy low spot on them. As you mentioned, uh, some of the sports books put out what they call game of the years or look ahead lines. So this seems really cheap for Alabama. And let's not forget, Alabama lost this game last year at LSU by 1.32-31. So you'd have to think that there's a little revenge there on their minds. My problem is I just don't think this Tide team is built to like blow anybody out, right? sure are they playing better do they look a little more balanced as you mentioned Jalen milrow now that they're not you know running a three quarterback carousel there things have really progressed in tuscaloosa lsu i just can't trust them i don't trust their defense i don't trust them to be able to finish games could this potentially turn into a shootout maybe i'll tell you what i am going to do though at halftime if alabama is down i will be betting alabama second half they have been one of the best second-half teams all country, in the country all season long.
2: What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game-changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well.
0: Um, what do you love that we have? I mean, obviously we talked about Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. We talked about Kansas State, Texas, uh, and we now talked about LSU-Bama. I would say those are the biggest of the weekend games. Are there any that you absolutely love? And then I'll run through my massive collection of winners for everybody.
1: Yeah, there's a few that are a little under the radar, but let's touch on the one everybody wants to talk about first, and that is USC Washington. As I mentioned, I bet against USC the last couple of weeks. I did not cash the money line last week, but that is okay. Lincoln Riley's team, speaking of not playing defense, good grief. And now all of a sudden, everybody's ready to give Michael Penix Jr. the Heisman. But he's thrown some picks lately. And Washington is kind of on that same uh, level as Oklahoma was, right? Just waiting to get beat, waiting to get beat, kept escaping. Well, I don't think they're going to escape this time in the Coliseum. Being a road favorite is a much different role than a lot of these teams are used to. Washington just 3-8 and eight against the spread in their last 11 as a Pac-12 road favorite. That is not a good role for this team. Now, do I really want to be excited about USC? No, I don't. But this is the first time Lincoln Riley has ever been a home dog in his career. In his career. I, I, have, to, I have to take him up on it. Yep, I have to do it. Uh, so, Lincoln Riley, 4-0 straight up versus... Unbeaten conference opponents, 3-0 against the spread as a conference underdog in the Pac-12. So I have to take them here. It pains me to to do it with a team that cannot stop a nosebleed. But I do think we kind of see Washington fall uh, back down to that mediocrity level now. Uh, And it's unfortunate because I have some significant bets and used Washington in a lot of college football pools. But this looks like a loser for them. And then a couple of games that nobody probably cares about, I'll touch on really quickly. Uh, Arkansas plus six. I think they get the win in the swamp for the first time ever, Clay. Uh, Florida, six point home favorite. I know the Hogs are not exactly the uh, great SEC powerhouse that everybody thought they were going to be this year with KJ, but man, something is really off here. You've got the Hogs off a bye. Could they go bowling? Are they going to go bowling? No. But could they rattle off four straight? Maybe. But another coach that has been wonderful. As an underdog, Sam Pittman, 16-6-1 six and one against the spread in his career. So, I did take the six with the Hogs. Do I think they have a chance to win this one outright? I do.
0: I. That's funny that you mentioned that one because I initially, on my bet sheet, wrote down that I was going to take Arkansas, and I was getting them at plus six and a half. And while I was sitting there looking at it, like the night before, I wrote it down, and as I sat down to write up my picks, I just I couldn't in good conscience take Arkansas. So I ended up hopping on Florida just because they fired Dan Enos, their offensive coordinator, um, and I felt like Florida looked so bad against Georgia. It's funny. I initially was all in on Arkansas. The more I thought about it, I ended up on Florida. Any others you've got that you want to hit? So we're on opposite yeah, sides well, on that one. We were almost on well, the same side.
1: We'll uh, we'll talk about this one. Not that a lot of people care about it, because Maryland has uh, had a really rough few weeks. But I, I got a little push from a buddy on this one. He said, hey, listen, Sharp Group played them at 10. They're now 8.5, and, and that's Maryland. Look, yeah. I could see this team losing by three scores or winning the game outright. I think this team that just lost to Northwestern probably got caught looking ahead here after the bye week, right? Nobody... As Northwestern circled they don't care and oh if you actually look at the stat box it was even worse than if you had to watch that game they benefited from three turnovers I think this is Maryland Super Bowl here versus Penn State because guess who they have on deck Michigan Penn State has had Michigan circled as they always do I know you're a big James Franklin fan and while he is wonderful as a home underdog or even a home favorite on the road, 9-17-2 against the spread. Clay, I got to think the Terps here, uh, again, it's gross. It's not exciting. And uh, let's just hope Tua's little brother doesn't turn the ball over like he did versus the Wildcats.
0: You know, it's interesting. I looked at this game. I, I laid off of it because of how bad Penn State looked against Indiana. So I get if, – if Pitt State had come out and I lost that game, I thought they were going to dismantle Indiana. I didn't think it was going to be close. Uh, instead, they played really poorly. And so if they had crushed Indiana, I would have been inclined to take Maryland here. I think that they, at some point they're going to play well. I just laid off of it. And, and by the way, the line has uh, – when I saw it early this week, it was like 11 and a half or 12, and I just checked. It's all the way down to eight and a half. Uh, So that number has moved a lot. All right, let me hit you with a bunch of games. You can react to them uh, as you uh, see fit. Uh, Notre Dame, Clemson. Obviously, the big Dabo attention. I've got Notre Dame minus 2.5 to cover and win, and I'm on the under 45.5. I've got Rutgers plus the points against Ohio State. I love Marvin Harrison Jr., I'm just not sold on this Ohio State offense otherwise. Rutgers defense, decent. 18 and a half fills too high. Uh, I'm on the under in three different games early. Wake and Duke, A&M and Ole Miss, and Nebraska at Michigan State. Those are like the first five or six. I'm also betting the Iowa Northwestern under, which is like the lowest under that we've ever seen. Uh, Do you feel strongly about any of those games in particular?
1: i think you're pretty ballsy to take that old miss under uh that one could get out of hand i don't blame you for being the contrarian there but that one scares me look you got to take the iowa under just when iowa had a historic <clears throat> under a couple weeks ago it went under by two scores so yeah i don't blame you yes. uh for that one either as far as Rutgers go i put them on my long list clay i said 18 and a half this is not an ohio state team and I think you and I spoke about this, that we're still not sure what their identity really is. They're not yeah, necessarily I built agree. to team, blow teams out, right? They did play well against Penn State, but I have not figured it out. This is one of those spots where I can see Rutgers keeping it really close. Do so I think Rutgers is going to win the game? Unfortunately, I don't. And those are the types of underdogs I'm looking for. I want to see those dogs that I don't have to sweat, right? Like, at no point in time was I worried about Kansas covering the nine last week. I was more worried about them being able to win the game outright.
0: Um, all right. Uh, then I've got Mizzou plus the points against Georgia. On some level, this feels like an eerie reflection of what we already saw when you had the Kentucky Wildcats at 5-0, and all full of vim and vinegar, go on the road and just get obliterated. And I still think on some level they haven't recovered from it. But Mizzou played Georgia really well last year in Columbia. And 15-and-a-half just feels steep to me. Without Brock Bowers, at some point I feel like Carson Beck's going to throw a couple of picks and not play well. Uh, Do you have a read on that game?
1: This game's tough because Georgia, in theory, is in a potential letdown spot, right? They just throttled their big rival, Florida. And then on the flip side, do you really want to go against, well, in my number one team in the nation, not necessarily anybody else's, but I have them in the number one spot. So I think you kind of just have to say, this is a game I'd like to pass on. There's like, what, 60 other games on the board uh, unfortunately, I, I would love to make a case for Mizzou. They've been a wonderful underdog all season long. I just think Georgia might be too much for them to handle.
0: Uh, I've got Pitt as a big underdog against Florida State. I'm probably going to be the only person in America with Pitt plus 21 and a half. I've got Vandy plus plus twelve and a half. I've got Michigan totally blowing out Purdue. And again, I think this is an off-the-field special. And then I've got uh, Kentucky-Mississippi State under, Miami-NC State under, and then the Cal-Oregon over. Uh, that is the remainder of my college football bets. Anything that you, like, kind of jump out at you in a big way?
1: I wanted to make a case for Mississippi State. I just couldn't get it done. Uh, Kentucky last week. in Clay, we watched that game at your house. could have win either way, That's if we're right. being honest. Uh, Kentucky kind of gave Tennessee all they could really handle. Do you really want to take Vanderbilt? Oh gosh, I know Auburn's offense can not isn't built That's to beat anybody by double Auburn's digits. Auburn's
0: offense is not that great. I don't think they'll score much more than, you know, 28 or so, and I think Vanderbilt I would just, you know, I think Vanderbilt will score 17 or so at least. That's kind of the way that I work through and end up with Vandy. Um and again, I'll probably be the only person betting that, just like I'll probably be the only person betting Pitt.
1: I actually like Pitt. I would not think about gotten Michigan? to the uh, with Penn State Michigan, on deck, with, with all the drama going on right now, do I think Harbaugh cheated? Uh, it kind of looks like Harbaugh cheated. <laughs> just, <laughs> just from what I've seen, just from what I've seen. Again, uh, sometimes when you're scrolling the Twitter world or catching just things here on the Internet, they can be a little biased. But uh, there's some strong allegations there. And uh, he may be the new head coach of the Raiders. But that's for another day. We're going to talk gambling. Purdue, how did Purdue even score any points against Nebraska? Oh, wait, that's because Nebraska fumbled twice. Like, literally, Purdue, what has happened to this team? A couple of years ago, they were so fun to bet, and now, well, they've just really fallen off.
0: Well, they don't Michigan, have Jeff Brom anymore. That's a big Well, point. there you
1: go. No Jeff Brom is, is, is going to be painful. Uh, I don't want it to have anything to do with Michigan right now.
0: Could you they... mentioned Oregon earlier. Do you like the over in the Cal Oregon game?
1: Let me look and see what I had written down in my notes with that Clay because I definitely. I've got it want to over fifty-seven
0: and a half. I mean, you know, Cal you mentioned loses fifty to forty-nine. They basically flipped the script. They were a defensive team earlier in the year. Now they're scoring points. I think Oregon's going to put up forty-five uh, or forty-two at least on them over forty. Um, and I feel like Cal will score a couple of touchdowns. I like that one. That's my whole uh, college football slate. So I got seventeen picks. You can go check them out at uh, outkick.com. Um anything else As far as that over goes, football landscape.
1: 3 Yeah. 3 teams have have uh hung 50 already on uh yeah, it looks like the Ducks are going to score 50 by themselves. I can see it being 51-34 and would not be surprised in the slightest.
0: Um all right, NFL, we already mentioned the Thursday night game. I'm on the under. And I would be inclined to take Titans' money line if I were going to take a side. But I'm kind of staying away from the number. Um, Here are my NFL picks. Uh, Frankfurt, Germany. This is an early kick on Sunday. Don't let it sneak up on you. I'm taking the over, which basically the entire public will be on, I think. I've got the Rams plus the points at the Packers. Vikings at Falcons. I was hoping they were going to stick with Desmond Ritter. I made this bet before Heineke came in. I think Heineke is the better quarterback, so that has me a little bit nervous. Uh, I've got Seahawks-Ravens over and Cowboys-Eagles over. That's my outkick six-pack. What do you like in the NFL?
1: Uh, Clay, I actually played one NFL game this week. I did a ton of teasers, so let me rattle through a couple of those really quick uh bills panthers dolphins and again if the titans are two and a half they're in tennessee they fall into that category as well i can't believe you want to take uh some of these teams with just quarterbacks that i'm shocked are in the the nfl I mean, with the Falcons and Vikings, I want no part of that game. I want no part well, of took Rams. Well, I under
0: again. I thought it looked good with Desmond Ritter going up against uh, whoever the Vikings are playing, right, without Kirk Cousins. I can't even remember the guy's name. Uh, and, and the Falcons haven't been able to score all year, but that's got me a little bit nervous now.
1: Yeah, I can see. Uh, I definitely think Heineke is probably an upgrade. He's serviceable enough. Uh, but, man, there's just some gross games. Rams, Green Bay, I mean, Brett Ripon, Jordan Love. That There's just so many games this weekend that feature guys that I don't want anything to do with it. I think some of the sharp guys might say, well, then there's their value because people don't know who they are yeah. or they don't know what their drop-off is from the starting quarterback. Uh, I got some more work to do. I'll leave it at that. But I'll tell you what I did play. And I played the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I don't know how they won that game versus the Browns the other uh last Sunday, but I will take it. I will absolutely take it. Three late touchdowns to get the cover. Look, Gino Smith, I have been really um not nice to Gino. We'll call it that. Ever since he played at West Virginia and he got in a fight with the TARP, me and Gino have been kind of battling. But this year, Gino and I are seeing eye to eye. I bet the Seahawks twice so far. I bet them in Detroit and I bet them at home against the cardinals and this is the exact same reason why i bet them in detroit this seattle team does really well in the road underdog situation and that's because pete carroll he's been with them for five seasons and he's 60 plus percent ats in non-conference on the road this guy prints money five and a half is one of those lines in the nfl clay that i love because usually the dog wins outright now here's a ravens team that pretty much handled the Cardinals last week but if you watch the first half with the Ravens fan like I did there was a lot of mistakes being made there and as somebody who's holding a 20 to 1 Ravens ticket I don't want to discredit how well this defense has been playing but guess who they play the next two weeks oh wait the Bengals and the Browns do they really care about the Seahawks team I think a lot still gets made too about that 10 a.m. Uh, start Pacific start if you will because you got to travel across the country this isn't in yeah. the 1980s anymore Everybody is fine. They are there. They are acclimated. They are professional athletes. So I, my best bet this week in the NFL is Seattle. But I'm going to be really honest with you. I didn't really get to the window with anything else as of yet.
0: Uh, all right. She's at Kelly in Vegas. She's not great at ordering wine, but she's pretty good at picking games. Uh, I will see you next week. Get your bets in. This has been The Fade. If you're going to be down in Austin, look for Kelly at the Kansas State and Texas game. Uh, And I can't wait for kickoff tonight for Titans Steelers. Again, I'm on the under. Kelly, I'll see you next week.
1: Thanks, Clay.